Yo, what's up? This your boy A-Wax with the Lunch of Blood Show. And we back with another week and another episode, man. And you know what it is. I'm sitting down with my boy Isaiah Pope. It's man. Hey, dog. What's going on? Man, wonderful, bro. I, I, hey, it's been... I, I've been trying to track you down for the last two years. Yeah. yeah. You're a busy man. Well, maybe it's been longer than that. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, about three. Yeah, Fish about three, three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Busy man since I last saw you. Yes, sir. Man, Just I gotta busy. say, I gotta say, I'm a fan of the music, bro. I'm a big fan of the music. When I first met you at Link Fest 2019, you know, I saw you doing your thing. I was like, oh, this fucking kid here is gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? What what's been up with you? What's what's going on with you? Working, man, working. Uh I know all of us uh I've been um really taking pride in like building something as far as like um, a team because yeah. what I'm trying to do is I feel like I'm trying to do something really different uh -huh. So I've been really working on making sure I have the people around me to do it the yeah. right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know I used to drop I used to drop a bunch of music and I felt like so much of it went unheard uh. So we've been working on trying to make sure when we do mm -hmm. release something mm -hmm. it's purposeful You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 Don't yeah. want to drop anything on blind eyes or deaf ears Good, 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 good. Yeah. I, I gotta go. Okay. How long have you been doing music? Now, I just, you know, yesterday was my birthday. I just turned 26. 20? So now, the 11 years. 11, 11 years. years. Now, I've been promoting um, music under the name I'm using now. About uh -huh. three. About three. Three and a half. Okay, three and yeah, a half yeah, years. Because yeah, I did a name change and like a whole rebranding. So. Okay, okay. What was, the, what was the original name? Isaiah, so... Okay, I uh, most people don't know this. You not make R and B music now. I, um, yeah, I actually converted from an R and B artist. From, you know, I was a rap artist before that, okay. and before that, I was a Christian rap artist, uh, and right before that, I was a battle rapper. So it's like, hold it, hold yeah, it. Yeah, so it's been a bunch of different <laughs> mediums. So uh, when I when I stuck to this one, um, that was about three and a half years ago. Yeah. Okay, because when I first saw you, I thought you were just R&B. Uh-huh. But then, as I followed you, I heard you drop bars. Yeah. I heard you drop bars. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm like, hold, hold it. Yeah, yeah. What's up with this guy? Yeah. Not only does he sing, I mean, he's got bars. Yeah. The crazy part about that, I think that came from, um, so, I'm born and raised in Shreveport, Louisiana. But, uh, well, I was born in Killing, Texas, but I've been okay. here since I was a baby. So okay. I say I'm okay. born and raised here. Uh, but I've always, you know, I grew up in a suburban household, mm -hmm. grandma, grandparents. So I've, I've just always felt like even though I love rap and I'm a mm -hmm. student of rap, mm -hmm. um, I felt like it made so much more sense to do what made sense branding-wise if I'm trying to sell a product. Mm -hmm. So I knew, me being the person I am, I mm -hmm. can't sell what a lot of. Like a, someone who has like a street origin mm -hmm. can sell as far as rap goes. Mm -hmm. So I figured, you know, I can sing. I know how to mix my own stuff. Mm -hmm. I would go the R&B route and it would fit my particular brand a mm -hmm. lot better. So that's how I ended up making the move from rap to R&B. Because mm -hmm. as much as I love to rap and I can still incorporate rap in the R&B mm -hmm. music, mm -hmm. uh, I just felt like... I can't sell a hard rap product like I can sell an R&B product. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't gonna lie, cause the R&B, the R&B sector. Yeah. You got that mud on lock. Yeah, I, I think ain't so. Gonna lie, the I think so. The R&B sector. 
Yeah. You got that point on lock. And I do feel like a different thing for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, he's changing the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but let, let me go back to this. Okay. How did you get to be a Christian rapper? I mean, so uh, let's start with that. Okay. The Christian rap life. So, like I said, I was a battle rapper first. Um, I was a kid on the internet, and I saw the videos of, like, battle rappers. So I was like, that's cool. I want to do that. So I learned that first. There was this website called Dope Tracks where people would just upload okay. their songs okay. and people would review them. Okay. I didn't know when I did that that when they reviewed them, most of the people reviewing them were like dissing you back. Uh, so it's kind of like this medium where you can kind of get better at battle rapping. Uh, I did that and I met a guy at my school because I made a song for our football team because they went to state that year and they asked okay. me to make a song for the football team. I met a guy yeah. named Austin who also did music. We made a song together. I found out after we make the song, he's a Christian artist. Uh huh. Okay, so. okay. So it wasn't. It's like you hear a lot of artists say they started in the church. Yeah. But you actually was a battle rapper first. Yeah. And then became a Christian rapper. Yeah. So my buddy, I went through a legal battle. Um, okay. I got in some trouble in in high school, and my buddy and my girlfriend at the time were both very spiritual people, yeah. and they both brought me in, and we had a bunch of conversations, and they were just teaching me how to like keep that part of my life. Um, fed so yes. that in the situations where like you might need it, it helped. So I converted spiritually then, and okay. then, um, of course, with that conversion was a lifestyle change. So my music changed. Mm. Um, now, circa twenty twenty two, mm -hmm. um, I had been doing me and him kind of go our separate ways. As life mm -hmm. progresses, I got married mm -hmm. um, and divorced, mm. and. So, you know, life gets crazy with yep, all that stuff yep, going on. Yeah. We don't speak for a while and, you know, life, I, people age, people change. Mm -hmm. And as I, I've always, one of my selling points I feel for my music has always been the transparency. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as I change and my lifestyle different from what I had changed it to, my music is going to change as well. So, of course, I couldn't sell it as a Christian product anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and as I tried to get back into rap, I realized, you know, why aren't people listening? Mm -hmm. You know, well, I was this I was just a Christian artist. Mm. So I burnt a lot of those bridges from my old music and a lot of the people who knew I did music but knew it was Christian rap didn't want to buy into it because it's like, mm. oh, he's a Christian rapper. Yeah. So it's like they really didn't notice I changed. Uh -huh. But if you switch hard switch to R and B, now it's like, wait, yeah, it's a completely different genre. So people have to notice, okay, he's doing something different. Oh, it's not it's not Christian music anymore. And it actually sounds good. So I think that's how that whole transition, transition. it was a it was a real life transition that um, just manifested in the music as well. All right, that's pretty dope. That's yeah. what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm hey, like I say, it, it shows because even though where whatever stage you was at in your life in your at that time, you were still able to kick out good music. And I appreciate yeah. no, I thank yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? You were able to kick out good music, so even if you were battle rapping or Christian rapper or R and B or you know what I'm saying, a hip hop artist. Yeah. Man, that's I think, freaking crazy. I think a lot of that is attributed to a lot of the guys that um yeah. I've associated with in music. So even like right now, I know when I was a rap, when I just made rap music, mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time doing music with artists like Zay Spade or Walker mm -hmm. Row Rosa. Mm -hmm. and Shut uh, them boys out, yeah. man. Them boys are hard. They are. They no. are freaking hard. Both of them. And yeah. I think as a rapper, I spent my time around those types of artists. Yeah. But then when I switched to R&B, you know, I'm, now I hang out in like a lot of my creative energy. Uh, it's around artists like OK Joey, Odyssey, mm -hmm. Trilly. Um, uh, I met Karez a couple times. Um, and I think 
when you spend your time around other artists who are in a similar space and have those same ideas, that's how everybody grows. Man, you better say it, bro, because I'm going to tell you, you got to be around the right energy. You know what I'm saying? That's it. The right energy. You know what I mean? It, it, it's something about that that mm-hmm. it sparks that creativity. No, for sure. For I sure. mean, if you just, just, you know what I'm saying? You look across the room, you got, boom, he over there got some just fire energy, just kick it out. You got another artist over here just kick it out, fire mm-hmm. energy. You you can't help Everybody's them. inspired. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. I love that. And uh, that, uh, on that note, uh, there was the song I have that performed the best mm-hmm. uh, is a song with those guys on it. But it performed the best because... Uh, and up until now, I think Wait For Me is just now starting to outperform it. But it was, uh, we were all just hanging out one night. We weren't supposed to be making music, mm-hmm. you know? And it, mm-hmm. people turn a beat on freestyling, and then it's like, okay, wait, no, let's record on this. And it turned into this big cypher video we did. Like, it was called 10320. And ah, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. I that video was the first thing I had that actually, because we posted. And a couple hours later, we have, like, I got like 15 new followers and that never happened before. Yeah. Like I've got them slowly over time. Yeah. But I've never seen them all like come at once like that. Yeah. So that show be okay. If you do it right, yeah. you'll see the growth. I always uh-huh. thought like you had to get really lucky. Mm-hmm. But no, there's a, the, they, being around those guys kind of taught me like there's a right way to do this. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I heard in the beginning stage you was talking about rebranding. Completely, yeah. Rebranding. So what does the brand look like 2022? going forward um i think that so now because we've kind of stepped into like a, a film universe too with like uh, the stuff we're doing yeah um it's kind of like instead of looking at it like okay i need to sell music or i need to like convince people like this is who i am mm-hmm. we say let's make isaiah poke itself a character you know what i'm saying and like there's growth with projects wait for me is the first kind of film we're going to show. We're trying to make everything like in its own cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the next thing, we want it to be like either growth or digression and show like the character change. So um, Wait For Me is a song about Wait For Me is a song about like a guy well the character being hurt because his significant other mm-hmm. moves on. So with the next project, we want to kind of show Isaiah move in that negative direction you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um if you're asking me who isaiah polk is right now um it's definitely much more dark r&b um much more uh you it won't be a lot of music i can see like go viral i think right now we're trying to make music that has playlisting potential music that people will hear it's infectious and it's it's it hits a nerve you know that attention gets yes i think there's artists like kodak black and artists like future who make music that become infectious when you hear it Mm -hmm. but then there's artists like drake or artists like black or artists like um trying to think of somebody else artists like Pac. tupac was one of those artists where you feel the song and it sticks with you because it resonates and it, you can tell that it's real. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of product and the kind of artist we're trying to build around Isaiah Polk right now. I love it, dog. I'm not going to lie. I love it, man. I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yes, a, I'm a big fan. Oh, no, no. I got him. I you better make a call right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm a fan, though. I love to see 
I love to see artists, man, with that that has so much talent as yourself. And then you you are just you you still know what you're doing. Yes. And the right thing, you keep words you said in the beginning, surrounding yourself with the right people. For sure. You know what I'm saying? To help elevate you and help take you to the next level mm -hmm. in what you're doing. Man, it's awesome, bro. It's awesome. Yeah. So can we see can we see you in films possibly? Are we looking at possibly a couple of movie roles? I'm 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 definitely getting into some short films without saying too much. One of yeah. them is in house. Okay. Um it's a uh, it's a OC the same thing that my music is under is a, there's a film team we have so okay. one of them's a short film it it'll be released next year for the short Louisiana short film prize actually so that'll be the first acting awesome. role okay Joey's actually in the same film too okay um, but uh, yeah that's about as it that it is for like acting or film right now yeah yeah so what's the deal with the love fest I saw you have tickets. Love Fest on sale. What's, yeah. what's the deal with Love Fest? So Love Fest is a local showcase. Okay. Um, we're trying to incentivize bringing artists, local artists, together again to mm -hmm. do bigger things that local artists put on. Mm -hmm. I think that because a lot of the events in the area are put on by promoters and by venue owners and creatives who aren't really musicians, mm -hmm. musicians get the short end of the stick on a lot of mm -hmm. them. You don't get a mix. Mm -hmm. You don't know if your mic works before you go mm. on stage. You don't get a sound check. Yeah. You don't get together a day before. You don't yeah. get lighting done. But yeah. this one is one where we're actually taking the time to put... Um, and not just that, artists don't get paid a lot. Yeah. But um, Love Fest is a local show by artists, for artists. Um, every The artist... The featured artists on the docket are all getting percentages of the ticket revenue. Um, and those featured artists are Richard, Max Swans, myself, OK Joey, Odyssey, Walker Row Rosa. Yeah. And a lot of those guys who like, no matter what kind of music you like, there's something there for everybody. And I mean, that's not everybody. That's just the people on the flyer. There's yeah. a couple people we haven't released yet that I don't want to say. Yeah. But um, it's it's just a it's a it's in late October. It's just a, a showcase that. A lot of us are getting together to take care of. I love it, man. Yes, sir. I freaking love it, dog. Anytime I see artists come together and put on great stuff and support one another like what you guys are trying to do. Rashad, all of you guys, man, big ups, man. Yes, Keep sir. doing your freaking thing. Yes, Keep sir. doing your freaking thing. So let me ask you some more questions. Producers. Okay. Who are some of the producers on? Okay, wait for me. Producer. Uh... It's uh his name's Prod Reggie. He's actually an online uh, producer who produced a lot of the Poke Two album. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I got to go. A lot of the Poke Two album. Um, he's actually just a guy online. I don't know him personally. I just okay. I just know his digital footprint. Now, as far as the producers I'm working with, primarily um, a lot of Quentin Fashion, a lot of Trilly, and a lot of Cold Balance. Okay. Um, I, those are three guys that I think. Are there? Are they here locally or? Quentin Fashion is a Shreveport producer. Okay. Cole Balance is from Toronto, Canada. Okay. Um, he heard a song Joey and I did, and he um, linked with us and kind of gave us some beats. So he's been really investing in us musically. And then Trilly is local as well. He's Shreveport. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Who is uh, video production? Uh-huh. Who's doing the video? Because I also heard... 
you do a little yeah. filming yourself. Yeah. So Wait For Me was shot by um, a guy named Joshua Jackson and Alan Edward Warren. They work under the same video firm I work under. Um, but I directed Wait For Me the entire video. Um, I did all of the light theory for Wait For Me. Um, I, I edited the entire video. Yeah. So I did, I, I have my hands on just about everything I do video wise, but there's definitely those guys specifically who make it all actually happen. So, That's what's up. Yes, sir. That's yes, what's sir. up. So I saw Poe 2, mm -hmm. Poke Radio. Mm -hmm. what's, 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 what's going on with this? So on Poke 2, Poke Radio was um, uh, a detail of the album because the album itself was a two-part album, the first half being a dark R&B album. Uh -huh. And Polk Radio is what transitions it from that dark R&B album to a dark house album. Okay. And the reason I did that was because of the Drake and the Beyonce album, uh -huh. how everyone was converting their R&B music to like house dance music. Uh -huh. So I kind of experimented a, a, a bit with myself, but I didn't want to get as ambitious as to devote the whole project to it. Yeah. So that was, Polk Radio was my segue into uh, the second half of that album. That's mm -hmm. what's up. That's what's up. That being said, though, we are actually bringing another we're starting a online radio station for local music um just to promote that to local listeners i think that um local artists don't push each other to their listeners enough and i love sharing music because all it's going to do is force us to work together because people are going to want to hear it people are going to want to hear it and that's what this podcast is about right you know what i'm saying i bring try to bring people from all over the world Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? If I can. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's what it's about, bro. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And we need that right here in the city. Yes, sir. So, who who are some of the artists that I know you've called out a few? Mm -hmm. Who are some of the other artists here you would like to possibly you could see yourself recording with? That I haven't yet with? That you haven't worked with? Oh, uh, man. I really want to make a song right? with Max Swans. Max Swans, um, I really want to make a song with, hmm, who else do I not have a song with that I really want to work with? Max Swans for sure. Um, what is, what is her name? Ooh, what is her name? She's an artist, she's a, oh no, she's from Dallas. There's a bunch of street park, Menace Lope. Okay. Menace Lope, I really want to work with. Big Round. Because we're on the yeah. same management team. Yeah. We have the same manager. And me and Big Round are like family. Yeah. Um, you heard the work single, I know. Yes. You know, we shot that. Okay. We edited that. Okay. We recorded it. We helped co-write it. Like, we had a hand in all of work. Round does an amazing job of, like, creatively yeah. putting it all together. And that's what he did. Orchestrated it and performed all of it. But we all helped a little bit. But I don't get how I spend that much time around another artist. We never made a song together. And we talk about wow. it all the time. So Big Round is definitely That one. is wild. Yeah. Shout out Big Round. He's been here before. Mm -hmm. Shout out Big Round. Mad yeah. love. You oh, know yeah, that's what my dude. And the whole team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, is there anything else um, that we're missing here today from from Mr. Pope? Uh, I just want to make sure people know that um, what we do is is always intentional whether it's the merch, whether it's, you know, a show and everything ties into each other. So with that being said, if you have been paying attention to the music, if you've been paying attention to the art, um, if you've been paying attention to the art, make sure that um, you take it intentionally and you look at it toward the next thing. Mm -hmm. 
So I just posted that we have one new video, one new single, one new album, and one new merch drop all coming next month. And that's all a separate campaign. And that's also ties into that 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 branding intentionally into like sagas for the brand for the artist. So <coughs> let's talk about uh, the management company you're on. Okay. Uh, what management company are you with? Um, MC Circle Productions. Okay. Um, Ratchet City Music Fest. It's okay. uh, Alexis Tucker who who orchestrates that. She runs that as well. So okay. um, the MC Circle Productions. I've been with her for about a year and a half now. Okay. And that's actually, if you notice, like the enormous leaping quality of our product. Yeah. She had a big big part of that for awesome. sure. Awesome. 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 That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, okay. My boy, my boy, hate me. he hit me with this. He hit me with this, and I wasn't ready for this because I'm normally not this kind of guy. Yeah. He he asked me. Uh, he said, "You got a great show, but you're not messy." Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't like to be messy. Okay. But is there anything that we need to, you know, is there anything uh, out there that we, you know, that we need to hear more about? Or, you know, um, are you good on? Man, I am an R&B artist, so like my com- my career is driven by doing things that make people want to be nosy. I'm supposed yeah. to be in like do something questionable. Yeah. So um I'm I, I'm in this I'm in this mode lately where I look for things like that. Yeah. Uh there's a guy like almost to the point with Ah oh, man, I'm trying not to say too much. <laughs> uh I think I think it's getting more and more difficult to like I said, I'm divorced now, so I'm single now. I think it's it's getting more and more difficult to navigate women as an R&B artist mm. because, like, the perception's always that, like the the girl in the mm. the video, Char, her name's Charlie. Shout out Charlie. Um, she works at uh, Larry Flint's Hustle Soap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shout her out. Y'all go see her because she needs the bread. Boom. But uh, she um, I you know every every I am exploring my options and looking for something Mm -hmm. but you know you can't shoot a video like that and not get questions Mm -hmm. but it's like every time you shoot a video like that you just have to start over Mm -hmm. but you don't want to use women you're actually involved with in the Mm -hmm. video so it's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. this gray area so Mm -hmm. i just want to apologize to anyone whose feelings are hurt okay okay i'm gonna use that time because she was just an actress (laughs) she was just an actress I freaking love it, man. Hey, do me a favor. Plug all your social medias. How how can people how can people find you? If you're looking for any of my music, you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, and any other streaming platform at Isaiah Polk. That's I S A I A H P O L K. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter at Polk Loves You. That's P O L K L U V S U. No spaces. Right here at the Lunch and Blunt Show, man. You catching it, man. And you know what it is. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. And, man, we'll see y'all next week. Sir. Sure.